Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. There we go. <laughs> okay. okay. So do you want to guess how many downloads we're at? Still in the thousands, but like 1,099. 1,140. Whoa. That's, what? That's awesome. Yeah, it's actually jumped up quite a bit, like more than usual over the last couple of days. So, mm. um. Yeah, so this is Getting Higher True Crime, episode 28. And Hi. I, I'm Hi. I'm me. I'm Linnea. <laughs> and, Hi, Linnea. And as usual, we have... M- Melissa. That's there me. Go. There you go. My name, my name is Melissa. Yes. Today. Is it different on other days? And yesterday, and probably tomorrow also. <laughs> <laughs> I wish sometimes. Oh, what yeah. did I just do? My screen, like, are all of it's just up on my screen now. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna take a picture without, like, yeah, looking like I'm taking a picture. Well, you take a picture, it's fine. <laughs> oh, that was. No, that was not working. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm making a really funny face at the camera right now. <laughs> did you get it? I oh, got you it. I did. <laughs> You'll have to post that one on the page. Um, I need you to make a background picture of me, like you, but like I know you can't get that one anymore, but like you take a good selfie that you like and then send that to me, and then I will. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So today is also the day that we get to do our giveaway draw. Woohoo! Who? Who? Oh, that's so fun. We we have five <laughs> people who enter. We got five entries. Five entries. Oh, so the odds everybody are so has so good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. You have like a twenty percent chance of winning this. That's pretty freaking decent. Yeah. So. Yes. Should we do that now? Um, so we yeah. don't forget because I could totally see us forgetting at the end and then just not doing it. I'm gonna just write down forget at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and my brain is gonna say, What the heck were we supposed to not forget at the end? At the end, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? 
forget that's the brain. I didn't even. <laughs> you didn't. Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. Forget at the end, brain. Okay, my brain is definitely stopped braining. So that was some good, some good juicy fruit, whatever that was that I had. What was it? It was rolled in some stuff and some more stuff and it tasted peachy. Peach rings, something. Okay, yeah. Jen, I have to just go, maybe I could just grab the bottle later and it's good stuff. So I have everybody's name put onto, uh, it's a spinning wheel. Yay. Yeah, and then uh, I'm going to take, oh, I guess I should switch it to video. I'm going to switch it to video so I can record it and I'll post that with the winner. Okay. On on the group or we should add, page. Are we gonna add some drum roll in? <laughs> no, I'm not that talented right now. I'm so tired, dude. It's been a week. <laughs> but you're so ahead, though. It sounds like in many things, sort of starting to be one thing or whatever. Anything is yeah. Is that a win? Yep. <laughs> okay. okay. So we have five people on the board. They are a- Emily, Andrea uh crystal jackie and sandy so here we go i'm pushing the button oh it's spinning i love that that's so gets your heart going guess who won (laughs) sandy Uh, sobart Not even a joke, Sandy Stobart. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so congrats to Melissa's mom supporting the podcast and spreading the love. You now get to get high. With true crime. Yeah. <laughs> Linnea and Melissa, your daughter. And her yes. and her, her friend. Bestie, yeah. Her bestie true crime weirdo. Yeah. 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 So uh, that is a hey, shipping will be cheap. (laughs) I'll be picking that up, I guess. (laughs) And dropping it off. Yeah. Because I don't, I I would not remember which house your parents had ish if I drove there. They changed the color of it too now. So, oh, yeah. I'd be totally screwed. Yeah. Completely. So, yeah. I don't know if they've changed any trees or anything, but oh, yeah. They cut something. I don't know. There. So, yeah. That's that makes fantastic. it simple. Con- congratulations to Sandy. And uh, for all of you um, future past future listeners that are on here now when we post this and Linnea posts this and um, next time put your name in the draw. Yeah. <laughs> Too. We want to we want to see your names. We want to we want to give you stuff. So. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So I'm thinking for the other four people who did not make it, Mm -hmm. uh, I will still contact them. I'm still going to get their mailing address and I will send them some stickers. Oh, sweet. Well, I can I can probably deliver a few more of those things then also. So yes, possibly. (laughs) Yeah. So that will be what I'll do. Oh, sweet. Well, there you go. Everybody's a winner here. It's true crime getting high with yes yoda (laughs) i'm wearing green today and blue so much blue i'm also wearing green and black but 
what's it's the maybe is it the season because the fucking trees have red leaves no, on them this is just my uh my my work shirt but i still haven't changed out of and my hoodie mm. my work hoodie so oh, well. the only thing i changed when i got home was i had to get out of the jeans and put on sweatpants yeah oh totally i put jeans on today and i almost died why why did i do that <laughs> so, if so i could bad. get away with wearing sweatpants or like at least oh. my my nicer pants that i wear if i could wear those to work i so would because they're more comfortable than jeans but. What about like scrubs could you wear scrubs to work does that look weird it would be weird but i don't think they could actually argue that one no maybe maybe there's your solution i could totally live with scrubs yeah i could too i love working in the kitchen for that reason because you wore my pajamas to work <laughs> or i should just save up and then get myself a pair of carhartts Oh, those are nice too. Or actually, well, well yeah, because they have all the pockets. Um, the Heli Hansons I heard are pretty amazing. First really? hand from the French. They make, <laughs> make shitty ass safety boots, though, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but the pants are nice. <laughs> well, that's fair. I'll give Heli Hansen that. Like they they do clothes well. Yeah, boots, safety yeah. boots, not so much. They just basically created foot saunas that don't even get traction on frost. So absolutely um the amount of times I almost, yeah the amount of times i almost died in the winter just because it had frosted outside was ridiculous <laughs> like full-on landing on my ass like it was bad oh that's not good no that's bad yeah so i will never buy their boots again i stick with my dakotas and i'm quite happy with those i like dakotas yeah so dakota dakotas i love your brand i love your stuff <laughs> sponsor me with some new boots okay ah, love it love it <laughs> hook her up yeah that'd be I awesome don't know if i want these on or off they'll fine green glare on my it happens yours i don't see it on yours i have uh anti-glare coatings well there that's why yep and mine are meant for computer so that helps too mm. So, episode 28, mm -hmm. this is called The Murder of Jackie Galloway. So, this is one that takes place down in the States. It's in a state that I've actually been to, because I've only ever been to technically two, I guess, if you count our layover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, this one takes place in uh, Sarasota, Florida, back in 1991. Ooh. So, Jackie Galloway was living and loving life as a 37 year old single woman well no she wasn't single sorry she had a boyfriend but she wasn't married okay. um yeah it seemed that all who knew jackie seemed to really love her saying that she was as easy to approach and talk to as you could ever get um many people said she was so super friendly so everybody seemed <laughs> to love her mm -hmm. so jackie lived in a small apartment suite that was located on the back side of a house in sarasota it was described as a cute little apartment, and she always kept it super neat, super tidy, like it was never messy. That was not her style. So Jackie had befriended an older man. Um, wow, I wrote that weird. I wrote Jackie had befriended an older man, gentleman. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, I think we got the point. <laughs> anyway, she befriended this older man uh, by the name of Harry Dean. Harry's wife had recently passed away, so Jackie would spend time with him to visit and help him out from time to time if he needed it. And 
Usually in return, he would help her out when she needed help. So okay. they seem to have get along really well and they treated each other nice. So mm-hmm. uh, on June 12th, though, 1991, Harry came over to pick up Jackie so that they could go for lunch before he drove her to a dentist appointment um, that was supposed to happen that afternoon. Okay. When yeah, when Harry arrived at Jackie's place, he discovered that her door had been left open. That was not normal for her. Um, she was ha- had been having have uh, trouble with her landlord. He would just come mm-hmm. in unannounced, whatever that sort of thing. Um, when he shouldn't have. Like I, I don't know what their rules are down there, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of similar to up here where they need to give at least 24 hour notice. That makes my whole body just like seize up like it's I just so uncomfortable just yeah the, the thought of it it's just shaking off like, yeah oh fuck yeah um, oh, that's gross okay yeah so yeah they would enter in without her permission so Harry went into Jackie's apartment he did not see Jackie like he looked for her he couldn't find her he did however notice that there was a bowl of partially eaten food uh, that had been left out in the middle of being eaten like Mm -hmm. the fork was in there and everything he also noticed that her curling iron was still turned on so this was back in the day before they had auto shut off right right Right. oh yeah it would have been yeah 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 for sure so it's still nice and piping hot (laughs) um and jackie's purse was laying out on her bed oh so really weird Mm -hmm. so harry thought maybe she was just at a neighbor's house so he decided to wait for her and like he waited mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, I guess her sister come by and her sister said that Jackie would had never have taken off without keeping in touch. So her and her family were really close, often talking several times a day over the phone, but nobody had heard from her. So that same day, Jackie's sister filed a missing person report with the police because it was completely out of nature for her. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, your purse, your curly iron, the food, like, even myself with, like, all of the the, the jumpiness and the leaving things, I don't do those things. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like, I don't think you do, right? You don't usually leave your purse on the, like, yeah, no. No, it's very rare that I would ever actually forget my wallet or anything. Yeah, like, there's definitely signs that she's... it's out of character yeah Yeah, something's something's a little suspicious yeah Uh, or as my kid would say it's sus so you know be down down with the cool kids yo brah that sounded so cheesy (laughs) let's go let's go let's go (laughs) sorry that's all i hear all day long let's go for walks yeah sorry so it's okay so police quickly started to look for clues as to where jackie might be um phoning everyone who had any connection to her Mm -hmm. uh they learned that jackie had talked to her niece at about 11 o'clock in the morning uh and with harry's statement of him showing up at jackie's around quarter after 12 now gave the police a smaller window in which to figure out Mm -hmm. when she disappeared so police talked to Jackie's boyfriend, Bruce, who she had met a while met. Oh, sorry. While working at his parents' restaurant, Bruce was described by others as coming off across as abrasive and sometimes jealous. Uh, Bruce said that he hadn't heard from Jackie for a while. 
Yeah. I always laugh when I see the word abrasive. I always think of that SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob gets his abrasive side. <laughs> and then he's like one of those yellow and green sponges. Yes. Every time. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. Like in our house, if somebody's being a little grumpy, we'd be like, oh, you're letting your abrasive side out today. Like we make jokes because we're like a SpongeBob oh, family. Love it. That's such a good, fun way to, yeah, love it. Yeah. So 24 hours pass with no sign of Jackie anywhere. So the next day, um, two teenage horseback riders were riding through an area that uh, was being developed. So it was kind of like just starting to be developed. Mm -hmm. Um, They made a horrifying discovery. Uh, They came upon what looked like a body wrapped up in a bed sheet. Uh, there was blood visible on the sheet, and it also had been tied with rope in three places. Like, okay. like head, feet, <sighs> midway down the body. Oh, neck, middle, and feet. Okay. Yeah. Like, and the way it was tied, it was like they weren't tied separately. It was one rope tied around the neck, pulled like the crisscross down or whatever. Kind of like you were doing up a pork roast or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, where they that's... connect and it's all one line, right? <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I'm picturing that. I know, I figured you'd have that mental image of, like, a human sausage. It was Immediately, weird. my brain was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? I have no idea. What's wrong? Oh. Uh, so police hey. got, got to the scene in the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And investigators observed uh, that in the area, there were no signs of violence whatsoever, leading them to believe that this was just a dump site, not where the actual murder had occurred. They did discover one footprint quite a ways away from the body, about 40, 50 feet, but um, they did not find any other footprints, just the one. Like everything was just weird. Like there was like a complete lack of any evidence. That's really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, why only one? Yeah, like bizarre. So the body itself had been tied in three different places to ensure the sheet did not come off. Uh, Hair and small black fibers were found on the sheet. The hair was not a match to the victim's hair. Uh, And the black fibers were consistent with fibers usually found in carpet matting in vehicles and trunks of vehicles. So like that really kind of plasticky feeling carpet fiber. Uh, The body itself, oh, I read that part, sorry. (laughs) Um, Once investigators were done inspecting and collecting evidence, they removed the sheet from the body, and the body was that of an adult female, very badly decomposed. The body was likely so advanced in decomposition due to the state's weather conditions being high in humidity and extremely hot. So it just advances decomp at like an exponential rate. And to do to do, uh, yeah. So investigators were able uh were able to tell that the female had once had press glue on fingernails. Okay. Um, this is where the cringe part comes in. Each of those nails had been ripped off one at a time, and it kind of took some of her nails with it. So there was bleeding and stuff. So the fact that there was bleeding, what does that tell you? 
ripped off. While she was still she was alive. alive. Oh. That's <sighs> horrific. Um, so yeah. Due to the amount of bleeding around the nails that had occurred, police suspected they had occurred this had occurred while she was alive. Um, and the medical examiner determined that the female had been bound and tortured before eventually being strangled. The ligature that was used to strangle her was still around her neck. Um, it was a piece of cord. Uh, there was proof that her hyoid bone had been had fractures, not like like it was not really this. broken. Yeah. So there was a lot of force involved. Uh they were able to find a metal plate in her mouth, so like dental plate, not like yeah. him just stuffing metal in her mouth. Um, and with that, they were able to compare it to dental records and found that it was a match to Jackie Galloway. Oh. So police believed that whomever had killed Jackie had planned the murder ahead of time, mm -hmm. just with how there was such a lack of any trace and other than that little bit on the sheet. Like, no footprints, no tire tracks, nothing like that. Uh, they began to interview friends and family and neighbors of Jackie again as an initial search of her apartment yielded absolutely no clues. Through these interviews, police dug up some interesting dirt on Jackie's boyfriend, Bruce. So, one of Jackie's friends said she had talked to Jackie the night before she disappeared at around 11.30 p.m., uh, she said that Jackie was complaining about Bruce being pissy about her friendship with Harry Dean. I guess she was going to have some dental work done. Uh, this is what uh, Bruce had said. Sorry. Bruce okay. said that I guess she was going to have some dental work done and Harry had offered to pay for it for her. Harry had also bought Jackie a car because she needed one. So in from that, obviously, you can tell Bruce was not happy about Harry spending money on his girlfriend, right? And, I mean, yeah, that could be a little weird to some people. I mean, I don't think I don't think the Frenchman would be upset. <clears throat> so, <laughs> if anybody wants to buy us a, a car or some dental work. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's, it's, a, it's totally cool. Mostly um, the dental work is what we're interested in. <laughs> yes, because that is okay. so expensive here. Um, so Bruce uh, was known to be an alcoholic with an explosive temper. Awesome. So, of course, you know, police are going to look at the boyfriend or the mm -hmm. husband or whatever, because more often than not, that's usually, it's usually the spouse. Mm -hmm. So... Um, Jackie's friend told, uh, told Jackie not to worry about it, um, in this whole, yeah, okay, so I'm confusing myself. I wrote this weird, so it, the context seems weird. Um, so in that conversation that Jackie had had with her friend that night, um, Jackie's friend told her not to worry about it, that things would probably just calm down, Bruce would get over it, it would be fine. 1990s answer for sure <clears throat> oh totally <laughs> sorry <laughs> just ignore the problem don't you know offer any suggestions just it'll be fine don't worry yeah. about it yeah you're crazy <laughs> so through more investigation police learned that three days prior to jackie's murder bruce had had a violent outburst while on one of their dates to a local beach 
the two had gotten into an argument because Jackie had talked to another man at the beach and Bruce did not like that. Bruce is so jealous. Yes, he is. At this point, police bring Bruce in for questioning, obviously. Mm -hmm. And and Bruce did agree to do a polygraph. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. When asked on his whereabouts on June 12th, he replied that he had been at work all day. And when he asked, uh, was asked about Harry Dean, Bruce said that he had several conversations with Jackie where he had tried to convince her that she needed to end that relationship as he was unsure of what Harry's motivations were. Bruce passed the polygraph. No issues there. And his okay. alibi was confirmed when police talked to Bruce's employer. Okay. So, so he didn't do it okay so police not finding any possible leads um with friends and family uh started they started looking for similar crimes committed in the area mm -hmm. uh including then they've kind of focused in on it for a little bit uh a disturbing murder spree that had occurred in the next city over so Ooh. at this time in gainesville florida uh, five college students had been stabbed to death, not far from where Jackie's body had been found. Like it was kind of like oh. in the middle, right? Right. Um, so police were wondering if there could possibly be any connections between the two cases. Mm -hmm. uh, in the deaths of the college students, police figured the killer knew about evidence collection, so knew what not to leave behind. Uh, the murder of the students had been very graphic. There had been... Uh, sorry, their bodies had been disfigured, and even a couple of them had been decapitated, and their bodies had been left posed. So, just disturbing. I don't think we're ever going back to Florida, Linnea. But just but saying. I want to go to Hamburger Mary's again. They had good. We'll food. make our own Hamburger Mary's, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them to fly it overnight on like Ooh. FedEx or something. Ooh, that that's like. That's top tier, getting high with true crime prize packaging. Yeah. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so. Oh, oh, so messed up. Okay. Yeah. So they were looking at that one. Yeah. And so the murders had been very organized and there were some similarities between the murders and Jackie's. Um. So then now I'm going to jump to another incident that happened. So Wanda Wright was a single mom who worked at a cardiac care center in Sarasota. After working late one night, she went home and went to sleep. A short time later, she was woken up to a stranger by her bed. Um, the man spoke quietly, uh, telling her that if she screamed, he would kill her. Uh, he then tied Wanda up and proceeded to sexually assault her. Uh, he talked to her the whole time explaining how he had planned this how he had been watching her for quite some time about her habits and even described her daughter yeah that's just the ick um <sighs> the way the man had tied the knots on the ropes during wanda's attack were very similar if not the same as the knots tied on the ligature around jackie's neck so this is where police are going hmm now we're thinking this one's similar. definitely connected yeah <sighs> at this point police were pretty sure that the Gainesville Ripper who had killed the college students that was the name the media had given him uh, was not the one who had killed Jackie uh, though they were really sure that whomever had attacked Wanda had also killed Jackie 
So police decide to take a second look at Jackie's apartment. They found no signs of a struggle and nothing seemed out of place. Mm -hmm. This led them to believe that Jackie knew who her attacker was. Uh, Therefore, you know, letting them in, no signs of struggle. They'd be like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, During the search of her apartment, uh, police discovered a letter that Jackie had written to her landlord asking to be let out of her one-year lease. This seemed a little odd to them as she had only moved in two months prior. So that's that's really a short span of time, right? But mm-hmm. she wasn't having a good relationship with her landlord, as we already know. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of makes sense. So it's, it's suspicious, but not suspicious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the police's attention was soon drawn to Jackie's landlord, Terry Allen. The two did not have the, a good relationship, as we already know. He was not happy about her having guests over. Uh, He even burst into her apartment one evening, ranting about how she was running a brothel, um, which was very not true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the police suspected that maybe good motive for him to kill her. So police talked to Terry, like they went to his house and talked to Mm -hmm. Terry about the letter they had found. Mm-hmm. Um, while outside in front of his house, um, one of the detectives happened to look over at um, Terry's car and noticed a piece of cord very similar to the rope used in Jackie's murder hanging out of the trunk of his car. So police brought Terry down to headquarters to be interviewed. They also administered a polygraph test. And during the interview, Terry had acknowledged that he hadn't wanted Jackie as a tenant anymore, but he denied having anything to do with her murder. He passed the polygraph test, no problem. Um, And when the cord in the trunk was examined closer, it was determined not to be the same type of cord as what was used in the murder. Just similar looking, but not the same. So Terry was no longer a suspect. They seem more thorough. A little. Uh, it depends on the case. Like, like if in this could be like, it's one of those things where it's like you know, white woman, blonde hair gets more attention in media about going really? missing than anybody else. Like, and if you look That's up true. pictures of Jackie Galloway, she was a very beautiful woman for the time. Mm-hmm. Like, very beautiful. So maybe that could play a part of why. I don't know. It could be. I'm not sure how big Sarasota is or was at the time. As far as population goes, maybe it was a little bit more tight knit. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It could have, yeah, yeah. So weeks go by, no leads. Uh, six weeks later, one of the detectives working the case, who also happened to live on the same street as um, Jackie Galloway had when she was mm-hmm. murdered, um, noticed a Buick parked a few houses down from his. Um, he only really noticed the car because it was not one of the cars normally parked on the street. So it was just like kind of like a one-off and it was kind of like, you you know how you know. You look down the street and you're like, oh, so-and-so's home, so-and-so's home. Yeah. Oh, so-and-so's uncle's over. Like you start recognizing yeah. the relatives' vehicles. That doesn't belong there. Yeah. And then there's this one that's just like, who the fuck is that? Mm, right? Okay. You, yeah. You just who are know. you? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in my neighborhood? <laughs> so it kind of like, it just seemed a little weird to him. Um. So the detective uh, did not see anyone around the car or in the car, so he ran the plate 
and discovers that the owner of the vehicle does not live on that street. So the detective called for a police officer to come by. Um, so it was like the registered address okay. on the car. Um, so the detective called for a police officer to come by. And as he did that, he notices a person dressed all in dark clothing come out from around some of the houses. So he approached the man and asked what he was up to. Because that's a little weird. Uh, the man uh, did reply that he was in the neighborhood looking at some real estate. At night, in dark clothing. When I like to do it. <laughs> you know, when nobody knows, but they get a weird feeling somebody's watching them. I usually wear my blow-up chicken costume, too, though, so it's a dead giveaway. There you go. <laughs> Peering in your window. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of house is this? Yeah, yeah, so the, is, co the cop, place, yeah. he found that a little weird, too. Um, uh, so, like, who looks at real estate at night dressed like... Uh, like a thug? Yeah, like they're going to break into your house. Um, it was then that the unidentified man directly asked the detective how things were going on the Jackie Galloway case. Oh. That's not weird at all. No, just random conversation and you know, small talk. In the middle of the night where he's not supposed to be. I mean, I did have a, we went to Lowe's the other night and um, we're going through the, the cash register and the girl there, we were talking and I, I don't know how I brought up the podcast, but I did. I said, I do this mm -hmm. podcast. Oh, what kind of podcast? You know, and I'm like, oh, uh, it's a 420 friendly true crime podcast. Oh my God, I love true crime. And then she's like, who's your favorite serial killer? And just like has serial killer stalker eyeballs staring directly into mine, like a foot and a half away from me. And it's like, who's your favorite serial killer? And I'm just like, uh, I don't really have a favorite. Really? <laughs> I don't like any of them. Well, no, like not, serial killed people. Not in that regard, obviously. No, I know it. I know. Really and I don't even. I, I mean, I think if I had to pick one, and it wouldn't be because he's my favorite, and I think he's awesome. No, it's because I just find this guy to be a complete and total loser. Mm. Um, BTK, because mm. he literally everything he did was based on something he thought was super cool that he saw in a movie like everything he did it was because he saw it in a movie and he wanted to emulate it and make that part of his persona wow yeah right yeah i know i i, I agree it is it, 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 like if you want to hear hear about it in a way that's going to make you laugh your ass off i think morbid does like a th two or three part series on btk Okay. And <laughs> I love it because they're like, you know, Dennis, <laughs> like all the time. Oh, God, it's a good, good episodes. Okay, um, check it out. <laughs> yeah, they do a really good job of telling it. And it just, like, he's such a loser. <laughs> he really is. Um, not just because he killed people, but because he's kind of just kind of creative. Like, no, not at all. He couldn't come up with his own thing. He had to, like, yeah, it was bad. Like, I think even his nickname, like, Bind, Torture, Kill, it was because he had seen that in a, mo in a movie. Like, movie. Like, there was yeah. a bad guy that killed people that way. And, like, it wasn't his own thing. Well, not not saying be serial killers, but I'm saying if you are, 
no if you are make it put your own flair on it make it your own thing don't be like some loser that copies everyone else be creative damn it but just don't kill people be so creative that you don't even do it yeah i like that idea yeah be so creative you don't even do it that's a true adhd trait right there there you go (laughs) (laughs) so uh the man okay where is it so yeah the detective talking yeah Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he asked the detective how the case was going. Um, he also told the detective that he actually lived next door to Jackie. Great. Just volunteer that information. You know, nobody asked you. Uh so the detective, finding the man's responses to be suspicious, asked the man if he had been questioned in regards to Jackie's case. Um, to which this man claimed that the detectives a detective's card had been left at his door mm-hmm. um, but he had been unable to reach them after numerous attempts that just seems weird to me because i'm pretty sure if you phone a police station whether it be a direct line or not they usually have receptionists that take and transfer those calls and also take messages when nobody's at the other end so yeah. i'm i'm assuming especially if they're saying yeah um I live next to that girl who was just murdered and this card was left under my door. So I figured I'd give you a call. I'm pretty sure they'd be like, yeah, one second and put you right through to somebody that would ask you questions. That's yeah. I, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so You're a liar. I'm, I'm looking at his picture on the screen here. He's supposed oh, to be- he's kind of weird. And like, you just look at his eyes and he just looks like he kills people. <laughs> like what oh what what uh how old did you say he was or did you say yet? i didn't are you going to or did you know you gonna say no i don't think so i don't think i wrote that down oh well he's 25 years old <clears throat> and his picture he looks like a 45 year old man oh god okay. it's like what yeah anyway mm-hmm. so he so he wasn't just in but so where was the car from because if the car well, he could have moved and just oh, and not, not changed has yet. changed. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But he's actually Jackie's neighbor. He's not a yeah. um, random person just peering in windows. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. You well, know, peering in his neighbor's windows because it's also on the same street. That's less unsettling. I, I don't I, think it is. That just makes I, it even I creepier. I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the detective asked the man if he would pop open the trunk of the Buick, to which he did. Uh, The detective noted that the Buick had matting in the truck, remembering that some of the fibers found on the sheet wrapped around Jackie's body were very similar in color. Uh, So the detective arrested the man, but he arrested him for loitering and prowling. Because that's what he could get him on. Yeah, good job. Okay. And so the man was identified as John Waterman. Uh, Two detectives go down to the jail and attempt to interview John about Jackie's murder. Uh, He would only say that he knew her routine. Well, obviously, you generally tend to find out your neighbor's routines. You see it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that he had never actually met her formally. So when John was being interviewed by a female detective, however, it was noted that he seemed to get aroused by the interrogation as he had a uh, noticeably 
erect penis. Like, full-on popping a tent. Pitching a tent. Whatever the fuck they call it. Building a fort. <laughs> yeah, building a fort, pitching a tent. I don't really know all the euphemisms for getting a boner. <laughs> well, if there's one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I lack the required equipment. So oh, that's uh, fucking gross. It is, isn't it? It's just, bleh. <laughs> just bleh. Could, you, could you just roll your chair up to the table, sir? We we don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty disturbing if you get turned on by being interrogated by a woman. That's just weird. Oh. Uh, yeah so that's why he's fucking messed up though so uh so john denied any involvement in the murder um so john was charged for just the loitering and the prowling he got Uh, charged too like they didn't just like oh wow yeah they officially pushed charges on that because obviously the cops are like okay we don't believe a fucking word coming out of your mouth so at least this way if they have them charged they can hold them right so try and find more yeah, but I mean, Evidence. they can still always charge him with murder. Like, mm-hmm. So next, the police went and got a search warrant for John's car. And during the search, they discovered a length of cord that was an identical match to the cord used to tie up and strangle Jackie. Then the police got a search warrant for John's house. They were not finding any blood or signs of a struggle. So one of the detectives um, just happened to be checking out a bookshelf in the living room. Mm-hmm. When a particular book caught her eye, like it just kind of drew her towards it, mm-hmm. the, that book was Postmortem by Patricia D. Cornwell. So a fiction novel. Uh, various lengths of matching cord were found as well as a matching sheet set to the sheets Jackie's body had been wrapped up in. They also discovered a bag that had everything you needed to perform a rape. So rape kit, you know, gloves, rope, mask, etc. Uh, there was a passage from the beginning of that book, uh, Postmortem, that almost described word for word the way police had discovered Jackie's body, like the state of what the body would look like. Um, also, yeah, from the injuries right down to the cord that had been tied around her neck. Uh, The book described a serial killer who tortured his victims and used a series of knots to bind them and strangle them. Detectives uh, believe this book may have been a bit of an inspiration for John. Um, I will note that at this time, the fibers found on the sheet uh, that Jackie's body had been wrapped in matched those found in the trunk of John's Buick. Uh, So now they have enough evidence for probable cause. Uh, to charge John with Jackie's murder. Wow. So upon further investigation into the book Postmortem, they discover a passage that describes the attack on Wanda Wright almost exactly. Uh, yeah, so like almost like it was like word for word, step by step, every little thing matched that. Just followed book. it. Yeah, like oh. it was a script. So with that, they then um, got a DNA sample from John and compared it to the DNA sample collected from Wanda um, during the investigation of 
her rape uh, to that of John. So it was a match. It was now the police charged John with both the rape of Wanda Wright as well as the murder of Jackie Galloway. So because police could not use DNA to tie John to the murder of Jackie due to the advanced decomposition of her body, uh, they did uh, come up with a plea deal of four to five years for the combined crimes. Four to five? No, 45. Yeah, 45. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, So John took the plea deal. So because he took the plea deal... He was not required to confess or say what happened or none of that or why he did it. Nothing like it was just done deal. I'm guilty. Off off the hook. Yeah. Give me my sentence. Um, So John ended up being sentenced to a combined total of 85 years uh, for second degree murder and for the rape. Mm -hmm. Um, This is kind of a weird quinky dink that happened to go with it. So we'll also note that four months later, police caught the Gainesville Ripper. So the one who killed the college yes. students. So yes. it's just how these just lined up mm-hmm. with each other is just kind of interesting. Yeah. So they caught him. Well, it's not satisfying though. No, because you feel really like, I mean, the world obviously lost a really good, nice, sweet person. Like it doesn't seem like justice was like truly served, which I mean, no, like I mean, I realize not our place to I get that judge that, but like I I know because that's what they went, but really though he, oh yeah, I'll just yeah I'll take the deal like yeah no dude go through the thing suffer he he's freaking I don't think he would have because he probably would have just you know pitched a tent for the entire trial. Oh, for God's sakes, that is so true. Um, he was, um, he's been released. Probably parole, because it didn't, in my thing, it didn't see um, anything about parole. Accused only served 20, per, 20 years, which was 44% of the original sentence before being released on good behavior. Ooh. He was granted early release as he had been sentenced under the state's older sentencing laws. Oh, okay. <gasps> and now they've changed it, so you have to serve at least 85% of it, not <clears throat> not the lower 20. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I was... mean, not good that he's out, but good that they change stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So that, yes, I agree. That's a good change. It didn't take an effect for him. But yeah, unfortunately, damn it. <laughs> he was civilly committed to a mental health correctional facility and remained there until a doctor was able to deem him safe to reenter society. So it looks like around like in August of 2020, he ruled uh, judge ruled that Waterman no longer fit the criteria to be civilly committed um, and basically deemed unlikely to offend again. So it's not until he reads his next true crime or crime fiction novel yeah so that's he's out he is out he is free watch out people like old man picture of him is oh is it gross i'm gonna take it i don't have to send it to you so let me take a picture here i'll just look it up what did you what uh i'm on oh here actually i can send it like this 
No, no, no. I can't fix this. <laughs> messages? Does it come through to you on messages when I send you stuff? Oh, on um, on like Zoom? Oh, let's see. We'll like this. No, I'll see if it sends you as an email. I'm not sure if it'll work, but we'll try it. Oh, in Zoom. Yeah, let's see. Post to say. Oh, you disabled the screen sharing. Oh, did I? No, it's okay. I just, that's what it came up saying there. So. I don't know how to, I don't even know how you would share it. John Waterman. It says Florida Department of Law Enforcement under his picture. Uh, Is it the one where he's got a beard? Is that him? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's got his name underneath of it there. Oh, yeah. Early release of killer rapist John Waterman angers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The community yeah. is kind of up in arms. So uh, I yeah, no kidding. Um, I also looked up <laughs> the uh so the 2020 census of Sarasota, Florida. Okay, yeah. was 54,842. So in 1991, yeah, it's probably a lot less. <laughs> I would imagine can can you type uh in yeah, uh, 1991? I tried, tried. I'm gonna find a different um age oh, here we go how about the city of sarasota oh well there it is uh 1991 there's fifty thousand people okay so it didn't and really two, grow that much no and two hundred and eighty-seven thousand in the like county in the surrounding area that's still not very much so yeah no it's a really like there it is a small tight-knit community really yeah. like when I was born, that's how big this place was. Oh, Red Deer? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now it's like double that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gone to the shitter. But anyway. <laughs> Very um, true. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. It would have been, been a community where people would stand out for sure for certain things. Right? So. Definitely. You would, you would notice. And people will notice you for sure. Oh, yeah. Even when I, you know, honestly, I remember when I was a kid, we would go places and you'd always see the same people. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just at church and not just, you know, but like, you know, at the mall or the pool or the, I mean, we only had one of each of those things probably at the time too, not what we have now, but yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like crazy. when I grew up in Valley is the population would be between Two thousand and twenty five hundred, right. and it's like yeah, depending on what time of year it was, and uh, yeah, even if you didn't know the person's name, you knew who they were because you yeah. recognized the faces. Like you just knew everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like that's funny that your town was not funny that it was small, but that's how basically like the size of some graduating classes, right? Like yes. <laughs> yes like holy shit like There's i think people graduating <laughs> yeah i think like what is it now i can't remember if it was Lindsay therber or whatever but they'd have like two days like you were either graduating this day or the next yeah. day because they had to divide it there's so many kids yeah. like you'd be sitting there for hours and hours otherwise well you and then you think like that's <laughs> That was the size of where you grew up. <laughs> yeah, I think our graduating <laughs> class was like 
62 kids and that was the biggest graduating class in Valley for like years either side oh yeah 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 grad 2000 baby that was us with the I still laugh every time I think about it them picking like our like you always pick like a grad theme song like you'd have like this was your grad song Mm -hmm. and I don't remember I can't remember which girl it was but it was one of the popular girls and they're like oh my god I had the perfect idea for a song and there's this song nobody's ever going to use it like it's just perfect yeah grad 2000 by vitamin c or whatever the fuck it was graduation by vitamin c it was the number one graduation song around the world no kidding that year like no (laughs) shit I'm pretty sure it was was that Green Day song. I can't even remember. Yeah. Well, and then we walked off stage, like at the end of this whole thing, to We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. Like, okay. God, we're amazing, hey? Yeah, and we're we're carrying those big, (laughs) huge, like, outdoor sparklers. And remember, one kid almost lit another kid's gown on fire. Like, holy crap. Like, whose idea was that? That's amazing amazing like the big ones or like the birthday well, cake ones? like the really thick no like oh, they're, the big ones. they're like the two foot long ones that are really <laughs> thick yeah those oh, ones all of you had them every last one of us had one oh. of these and they were all lit and we were walking down the stage well we're walking fairly close to each other so either you're burning yourself or you're almost burning the kid in front of you oh, that's amazing they would never let us do that now smoke alarms didn't go off Oh, hell no. No, no. It was a huge gym. It was the gym that could be divided into two gyms or four small ones. Like it was. It's awesome. It was what we called the South gym because our school had two gyms. There was the North gym, which was like just a smaller one downstairs. And then the South gym was just massive. It actually, like, if you look up pictures of Hillside Junior Senior High School in Valleview, you will see like this big big part that's the south gym oh wow yeah oh oh that's kind of cool actually that you guys got such a big gym like that yeah like it made you know prom and grad and stuff easy and nice because you had the space Mm -hmm. so cool yeah cool nope it was good Hmm. yeah that's fucked up that whole thing i know like word for word like it came right out of the book like he was living a script like i feel like i've who wrote what was by who again patricia cornwell yeah okay like she's very popular in the crime yeah section of the she's got a lot of books sandy has a collection of them i believe somewhere you should see if she has post-mortem i'm going to because and then you should read it (laughs) i feel like i've seen that i don't know but it's probably just because it's patricia patricia cornwell yeah more than anything because when i could read books without falling asleep immediately into them um i would read lots of those books i get audiobooks everybody keeps saying that and then i listened to one and i started listening to one and it only played for an hour and then it's like oh download this and i was like now i want to know the rest of that story (laughs) oh you got it like buy them like 
the actual whole audiobook. Yeah, I will have to do that actually now because I do like I enjoy listening to people talking, telling stories. So yeah. Ooh, ooh. I I was like speaking of Joe Rogan, but we weren't. <laughs> I do enjoy listening to people talking, telling stories. Yeah. In a way in a roundabout. Yeah, we're around. talking about like podcasting, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he has a podcast, a very successful yeah. one. Absolutely. That's fucking amazing. Um yeah, he, he had Hulk Hogan on. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, and like I thought, oh, this is gonna kind of be not that good. Like it's not really I like I watched a bit of wrestling when I was a kid, but I was never super into it. Um, it was actually it's a really good interview because you really get to hear all the like behind the scenes stories of each of these people and each of these whatever. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. I, I like I think, his show. He had a show for a while. Oh, with him and his watched, family or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, watched, I remember like, watching episodes that of that or something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he uh, was talking about like the different wrestlers he worked with. And he's like how some were easier to work with than others. And he said one of the ones that he had truly, truly loved was uh, Chris Jericho. Aww. He said he he's he's like, we could do the thing because it's all it's choreographed to a certain extent. It's like mm-hmm. basically they know how the start's going to be and how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. But that's the all them and, up to them. Yeah. All up to them. And he's like. He was one of the only ones I worked with and we worked so fluid together that we neither of us got hurt. Like wow. Yeah. So. It looked good though. Yeah. It looked good. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that was it's I'm not done the whole episode yet, but ooh, and I learned Joe Rogan's birthday was August eleventh. So uh happy belated birthday, Joe. Happy belated birthday, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Oh, August 11th? Yep. August 11th. And it's also Hulk Hogan's birthday, too. They're samies. They're twinsies. Mm-hmm. Oh. They are birthday buddies. That's cool. Okay, well. <laughs> Joe Rogan. I'm going to put in my calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put put on remind every year. I have to do that with lots of birthdays. <laughs> I'll write it on our to do list. <laughs> Wish him happy birthday. There we go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's fun, and that's, that's like, everything. Um, fucking weird, fucked up, murder stuff, and it's just. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm already working on the next episode for once. I'm actually ahead ish. And this one I I I've never heard of it before. Never seen anything about it before. So I am completely learning as I go through this. And I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> like I just it keeps changing trails. Like like Ooh. this one changed trails a few times. This one's kind of yeah kind of leaning that way too so i have no idea except the title was very headliney and it's kind of like it, it's leading back around to like certain people in this thing and yeah you guys will have to hear it next week Ooh. or not next week i guess next week is guess is this episode the week after because <laughs> it doesn't release till yeah, yeah. 
yeah. yeah so in the future future so the people that are listening in the future to the past listen they're, they're listening to the past in the future also that yeah they will be listening in the future to the past but in the future when they're it's listening just, it'll be the past <laughs> What? Hashtag time travel again. <laughs> yeah. Where, where were we going with that? I don't know. Something wanted to. Come oh, I just happened to talk about how I was ahead <laughs> for once. But you're also a torso and legs and arms and hands and feet usually too. What? <laughs> Oh, oh! I get it. That took me a while. You picturing just my head with hands and feet? I'm a head ish. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, you're the whole package. <laughs> yeah, I have a torso in there too, somewhere. Torso, arms, legs. You got it all. <laughs> I may be short, but I, I'm still. I still exist. You're not just a head, Linnea. You're the whole thing. You're a whole a, body. A whole <laughs> let ass body. You're, you're the whole package. Oh, that was my bad dad joke moment. <laughs> oh. Well, with that, <laughs> I think it's time we say goodbye. Oh, yeah. So goodbye. Wait, we haven't said the other part. Right. We gotta stay uh, lifted. I like how you I need just... this bubbler. What? I need Bubble. to the bubbler oh, next time. Yeah, we need to do that. I have two. I'll send one to your house. You bubble. You don't even have to light it. Just bubble it. Oh, I, I mean, guess. yeah, you definitely have to light it, Linnea. This Not is in the house. High with true crime. <laughs> Not just pretend you're getting high. <laughs> We don't pretend. We 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 pretty much almost always are, unless I pre-warn you that we are sober or I am sober. And it's usually the only sober episodes have child. <laughs> yeah, the one child, the one time, and myself on two separate occasions. Right. Well, there was a third time, but I was not sober that time. And I rambled on and on just like we're no. doing now. <laughs> I love it. It's fine. It's good. I think just like good. I come across as a crazy person, I'm sure, because I argue with myself. I love that you can catch that on the microphone and share that with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I love you. Yes. Yay. I'm well, a little strange. Okay, a lot strange. We'll be honest. Oh, yeah. That's good. I like that. Yes. Okay. Okay, yeah. bye. Hi. <laughs> Where's that damn stuff? There it is.